Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. What's up? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Oh, oh, morning studio. Morning. morning. All right, let's go around the room. His hobbies include golf and fishing. Sadly, his team isn't going to the Super Bowl like he was wishing. It's Eddie, everybody. Oh. La, 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 la. <laughs> the Cowboys have to make it in there. Hey, guys. So I told you I went to the Memphis Zoo last weekend. Yeah. Man, I was a hit with the people there. What do you mean you were a hit? So, like, you know, a bunch of people there at the zoo watching the animals. And for me, that was my opportunity to make funny jokes while we're looking at the animals. And so here's one. I, I recorded it. When are you going to do your payoff? I'm glad you did this. This is kind of the warm-up for that. Okay, it's the warm-up, but yeah. it's not a substitution. Yeah, yeah. Like, like listen to this one. Okay, we're watching ahead. the lions, yeah. and a lion starts to roar, and I hit him with a good one. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> The movie's about to start. I knew you were going to say <laughs> 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 Only one kid laughed. That's funny, though. I, I thought it was a great one. That's what one. I would have said, too. That's a good okay, one. Okay, and then, and then we were, we were... You guys get the, it? Yeah, I get it, but like he said he was line. a hit. And was, hey, one kid laughed. One kid That's laughed. one kid who one feels kid. more joy than he did before Eddie said that. Actually, after I said it, one of the parents just grabbed their kid and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get another one? Yeah, 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 yeah. We were watching the owls in an exhibit. Check this one out. Do you see it? Who? Do you see it? Who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good it's one, dude. Dad Central. Come on. Wait, wait. Was that like a leader leading a tour or was another dad talking no, to that's them? my son. What? That's my 16-year-old. Yeah, isn't his voice crazy? Hold on. Go back. There ain't no way. <laughs> I saw him like three weeks ago. I know, dude. That's his Do voice. That again. Do you see it? Oh, it is. Who? Do you see it? Who? Uh, <laughs> he said, Dad, he said, Dad, look at the owl. And I'm like, oh, where? He's like, do you see it? Who? <laughs> yeah, you crushed it. That was a good, That's one, a good set. That's thank a good you, set. Man. Thank you, thank you. Any more? Is that it? Uh, I, got, I got another one. I got okay, another one. Check this one out. The Herpetarium. I don't want to go there. Stay away from that place. <laughs> okay. uh, it's like where the, the snakes are. I didn't know it's called a Herpetarium. 
But it, lo- but it looks like herpes. We could have ended on the owl. When are you going to do your payment? We have to go into a probably place. today. Okay. Probably today. I'll go into a co- what coffee shop? Is that what you want? We'll have it for tomorrow show. Maybe I got my jokes ready. Okay. They're better than those. Trust me. I don't know how they can be. <laughs> All right, moving on. During blind karaoke, he has trouble singing on key, but his passion and energy just can't be beat. It's lunchbox. Bobby, I need a favor. Uh-oh. I-, I need a minute to recruit some chicks for my co-ed soccer team because we are on full-on desperation mode. So I need to put it's the Amy. A- Amy, oh, you interested? Amy will play. They get Morgan. I don't. I mean, no. it's better. You guys can just stand there and get in the way at some point. Like, I mean, sure. I- I'm putting an APB out there because. So what do you need? You just I- need girls to play? Yeah, girls that can play on Wednesday nights. That's when our co-ed team plays. And here's the problem. We have like four girls on the team and uh, two make it regularly. So they have to play the whole game. And one always says, I'm in, I'm in. And then the day of the game, like an hour before, is like, oh, actually, I can't make it. And it's like. Every single week. Hate that. And so you play down a person or you have to just, like when people are leaving, you're like, hey, can you play on our team? Like, Can't you just have one of your guys identify as a girl? What are they going to do, kick her out? Nope. Oh, that's so smart. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Then you sue them. Right. right. And then, you know, you, you got girls on the team that are trying to get pregnant. So it's like, you know, they, they could be out. The game? They're what? trying to get pregnant? Yeah. Like, Man, like, this is a wild, wild league. <laughs> and so, I mean, if any girls out there that know how to play soccer, like not someone that just wants to hang out with a celebrity, like actually. Are there celebrities how- there? Yeah, me. Oh, God. Like, it. it's your chance to play with me as a celebrity. Uh-huh. And like, if you can actually play soccer, it would be great. Just hit me on the DMs. That just feels dirty. Every part of that feels dirty, but okay. <laughs> yeah, hit me on the Insta DMs. Yeah, no one says that, though. <laughs> what do you say? You're, you're good. You're good. She gave us an update on her acting career. She says she wants to take improv and do more auditions this year. It's Amy! So scrolling through Instagram, and I saw this video pop up of Adam Grant sharing uh, 19 words that will help your employees become more receptive to feedback. Should I know who Adam Grant is? Oh, gosh, I feel like... He's not famous, I follow him. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he... Wasn't there? Okay, so we don't know him. Got it. Let me... I don't know if it's like a famous actor who you see all the time, but you don't quite know his name. Oh, Adam Grant? Yeah. He's an American author and professor. So we don't... Right, 2.3 million followers on Instagram. Well, they're like... He's only a, fan models that have a that. Famous uh, professor. A, wow. I'm looking at him. Anyway, I don't know who this is. I'm sure he's awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. My favorite experiment shows that you can say 19 words and people become dramatically more receptive to what you're about to deliver. I'm giving you these comments because I have very high expectations and I'm confident you can reach them. Boom. That's what we have to say. I'm giving you this these comments because I have very high expectations and I'm confident you can reach them and that way the person doesn't feel like attacked or like they're doing a bad job but it's a way you can give feedback to them well then I guess you don't say that well maybe I'm telling you you a bad job and I'm confident that if you don't get better you'll get fired (laughs) there you go that makes more sense I just thought it was interesting that, I mean, they did a lot of research around those specific 19 words in that sentence and that it was pretty powerful in getting employees to respond differently. What is it again? I'm giving you these comments because I have very high expectations and I'm confident you can reach them. What if I'm like, I'm mildly confident that you can reach them? (laughs) how How do you give us feedback? That was good. Sometimes he what doesn't. If, no, no feedback. Like we need to. This you need to do this clearly. This oh, is for when you you're giving. To, you a need comment. to do this better. I need this. I need more from you here. Hmm. Are you confident we could do it? Nope. Oh. <laughs> not at all. Nope. Do you have very high expectations of us? Uh, not really. Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. Some more than others. <laughs> all right, Ray. Go ahead. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, his hobbies include video games, sports, and working out, and he does them daily without a doubt. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. Woo. 
So something I did not expect to get so much traction on social media was this song. And everybody sings it differently. And there may be even one right version. But I knew it as a kid and I saw like an old group from the 80s singing it on TikTok. And it goes, hi, my name is Joe. I got a wife and two kids and I work at a button factory. One day, my boss said, Joe, are you busy? I said, no. He said, turn this button with your right hand. And then as a kid, you do your right hand. So you, then you're turning it. Yeah. And then you do the next one. And you do it, the same song again. Turn this button with your left hand. Sing the whole thing again. Turn it with your left foot. With your right. And it's like a kid warm-up song. And when I saw it, I was like, wow, that takes me back to like, we used to sing this crap. I sang it on Instagram. And I've never seen so many people passionate about me messing up the words to a song that I didn't even know it was a real song. But I was like, you're stupid. You messed up the word. It's three kids. I'm like, guys, I was just saying something from my childhood. But... Does anybody here know that song? No. 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 None. No. Morgan, do you? I know that song. You heard it? Yeah, but how you said it, like, sounds correct to me. Like, it, that would be the way that I would say it. Um, okay, so I'm looking at a sign called Sing Up. It says, hi, my name is Joe, and I work in a button factory. One day, my boss came up to me and said, Joe. I said, yo. See, it's, di- see, it's different. Di- I'm sure, yeah, r- maybe regionally. He says, you busy? Different. I said, no. He said, push this button with your right hand. And I, I, mean, I bet I, you there are listeners out there right now that like, I haven't heard that song in forever. Okay. Scooby, did you know that one? No, not at all, no. I saw your video and I thought, oh, he's yeah. straight up making this entire thing up. No, then I had my wife learn it and sing it back <laughs> to me. And then she got annoyed where it's like, hi, my name is Joe. I got a wife and two kids and I work at a button factory. She goes, hi, my name is Joe. I went to college, got a better job, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how she ended the video because she was tired of it. But okay, you guys don't know Joe then. No, no man, no. no Joe. Hi. My name is Joe. And what was the problem? I have three kids. No, no, no. It's just saying many, many <laughs> no. different ways. Okay. And I'm sure there's one right way, but every listener was telling me their version of They're it. They're passionate about yeah, their version. Yeah, but it's a song that a lot of people sang. Where? Not in Texas. Wasn't it a nursery rhyme? Like, I feel like it was a nursery rhyme that some people in the Midwest did. Because that's why I know it. But it was, it was for kids to, like, learn, like, a, a Every time you do that, I just think yeah. of Tune in Tokyo. <laughs> What is Tune in Tokyo? We well, do hands fit. No, I think she thinks it's like booby. Oh, yeah, Tune in Tokyo. <laughs> I know that one. That? <laughs> oh, hi. I what he's the doing, kids, Amy. Yeah, I was looking. Joe. Okay, well, if you guys don't know it, then I won't talk about it anymore. But I bet there are a lot of you listeners. You still talk about it. No, I'm good. When it, I got a wife and two kids and I work at a button, button factory. factory. One day, my boss said, Joe, are you busy? I said, no. He said, turn this button with your right hand. And I remember thinking, why is the boss got to be a dude? That's sexist, even as a kid. Oh, wow. You, you, were, you were ahead of your yeah. time, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was feminist before it was even cool. <laughs> wow, look at you. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm getting married late this spring. I'm having my bachelor party in March. My fiance asked that I invite her dad to it. Huh? She said it would mean a lot to her and to him. Her dad's awesome, but I worry it's going to kill the vibe of the typical bachelor party events. I agreed since it meant so much to her. So as of now, we're just planning on golfing and a nice dinner and a couple drinks. However, my best man and some other guys told me I should have two bachelor parties. And that the following week, we should have the crazy drunken one. (laughs) This way I can spend one with my soon-to-be father-in-law and still have the bachelor party that I want. Something tells me my wife wouldn't be happy about this. How can I present it so it just doesn't seem like I'm itching to have a typical crazy bachelor party? What's the good idea? What's the bad idea? Signed, Bryce the Bachelor. If you want to have a bachelor party where you 
just go hard. You should have a bachelor party where you go hard and don't invite the dad. But don't call it a bachelor party. It's like we're going out. It doesn't have to be that. But if she wants you to invite her dad, you have to – maybe it's early early part of the night and tell yeah. your boys, shut up. We're not doing anything else. Then you all drive home and then you – all right, guys. My my mom and my mother-in-law came to my bachelorette party and the night was like in two halves. They were at the early part. But so, they did some of the wiener stuff. So weird because my yeah. friend Jill had pinned yeah, the, pin the, pin the pee on the thing. Mm. And that was awkward. Uh, and then <laughs> offered my mother-in-law um, ice cubes shaped like that too. Mm-hmm. So, um, But it was still fun. And then they left oh, and we boy. all went out. So that can happen. It was, you know, same night, but you just divide it up. I think that's absolutely fair. Depending on if her dad is the one that was like, I really want to come. Right. But guys, what if they're going somewhere? What if it's a trip to like. Oh, it doesn't sound like that because he would have said that. I'm I'm not making that up because he said he didn't say that. Because there was no. Sounds like it's just a night. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to find out if her dad really wants to go to this. If If it's her idea that her dad come. There will be no problem with you even saying, hey, you should come to the first half of the bachelor party. Yeah. Right. If he's like, I really would like to come, then you got to hide and tell him it's over and then go do your own thing. <laughs> he also like to kind of party. Is he trying to be young? Hey, maybe. My father-in-law came to my bachelor party. And? It was awesome. Yeah. But Bobby's doesn't do the like, things that most guys do. basketball and yeah. stuff, right? Like he did? Yeah. We played, that. we had the uh, Bud Walton Arena in Arkansas, the Razorbacks play. We had that. And he came to that, and then we played golf, and he came to that. Oh, yeah, he did come to that. Yeah, he came to whatever he wanted. I was like, you're welcome. That was and so awesome. Your your friends don't even remember he was there. No, he just blended like, in. That's I what get, I mean. He was like, doing keg stands like everybody right. else. Yeah. It wasn't like a big no. deal. He rode the bull? There were no keg stands. There were none. <laughs> but I would be what some people consider lame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not, I mean, some people. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I went to bed at my bachelor party, and they all went out. Well, how about we use the word tame? Yeah, yeah, lame, no. lame. Whatever. You mean it's lame, lame. Amy. <laughs> Tame. I'm thinking about how you would sneak off and leave your father-in-law, but my guy snuck off and left me. They did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like Eddie couldn't find his wallet. Yeah, no. Yeah, next morning crazy. he's like, "We're trying to fly back home." He's like, well, I got, "Where's my wallet?" And we have to like track down an Uber driver. And I was like, "Wait, you guys went out?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You went to sleep, man. Yeah, I went to sleep. Yeah. Anyway, you can handle this. Find out if the dad wanted to go. And if it's the daughter's idea, the dad will totally be cool with. Hey, you should come to the first half of the bachelor party. Yeah. If not, and he did want to come, that's the whole bachelor party. Wink, wink. And then you and your boys go out after that. There you go. Easy peasy. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. The top daily decisions we struggle with. Every day, basically, we have to make these decisions. This is from SWNS. What do you think makes the list? What to wear. What to wear definitely comes in at number four on the list. 37% of people say that is the number one thing they have to do every single day that's annoying to them. It is for me. It's one of those that I I, yeah. I lay my clothes out at night now most of the time unless I have to do something in front of people or on camera then I have my wife do it to make sure I don't mismatch the colors because mm. I've struggled with colors. Um, what to eat. Yeah, number, what's for dinner? Number yeah, one. Yep. What to eat. A lot of people have trouble deciding on any given day. Whether or not to What to watch. Out. What to watch is at number two. That's good. Oh. So one is eat, two wow. is watch. That's me in a nutshell. Four is what to wear. You, your stuff's all the same every day. What oh, one and two. Oh, got it. I'm got saying it, got what it. to watch and what to eat. Those are my two struggles. What did you say, Amy? Yours was? Oh, like whether or not to work out or not. I don't think that's pop uh, top ten. Oh, to go to work or not. 
<laughs> that's good. Calling sick or not? Yeah, calling sick. Take I'm a not, day. Not really sure that that's a constant decision. <laughs> Whether or not you should. Every day you have to talk to yourself about it calling oh, in. Man. Get uh, gas. Social related decisions. Like, do you want to grab a drink with a friend? Is it number 10? Oh. Or do you want to do something social? Yeah. Number nine, personal hygiene. There, are, there are times, well, hold on. There are times where I'm like, I don't need a shower. I didn't do anything. And I'm not going to see anybody. You should shower. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm not going to see anybody, I didn't do anything. Yeah, what's the point? And, and if my I'm not stinky, my wife's not there. Who cares? Yeah, it's not it about just feel good. Yeah, it does. I like to be clean around people. I'm good sometimes, but I do have to. I do that. Okay. Decision. How to organize your day? Number eight. My day's already organized. I've gotten. That's a system, so I got that down. Number seven. Whether spending money on something is worth it. Like there's one thing you want, but you're like, I don't know if I should mm. get this or not. Number six, your morning routine and what order to do stuff in. Oh, that's easy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you walk straight to the toilet. Pee, yep. yep. Then brush your teeth, then go eat breakfast. No, I turn the water on before I go to the toilet. What? The hot water. Oh. By the time I'm done with the toilet, it's hot. For the shower? Yeah. Why don't you just pee in the shower, I'll take man? take a shower huh? in the morning. You don't take a shower in the morning? Mm-hmm. Man, it sounds like you need to take more showers. <laughs> <laughs> I take one I take one every afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I don't even... Unless you're alone. If I work out, I'm taking a shower. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because even the dogs won't come around me. You're always <laughs> training, so like... I know, I know. Well, I take showers. I take... Mostly I take showers. Okay. Uh, what to buy at the store. What four is what to wear. Number three, decisions related to a hobby you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, like working out. Mm-hmm. Like co-ed soccer. I hate... I hate exercise. It's the worst. I hate working out. And we do it... I do it three, four You have accountability. Like, you don't have to decide because you have people that are showing up relying on you. To- that helps. Do you like, consider no, pickleball working out? I easily could cancel on them, though. Be like, yeah, but you wouldn't. But I set it up to begin with. Right, but we would tell you, hey, man, don't cancel. Let's do this. No, you wouldn't. Now you're right. You'd be I'd like, be like, oh, yes. awesome, yes. <laughs> thank, thank God. Uh, yeah, if I can do it, but it's in winter. You know, Right, I'm just saying, like, so do you hate that? No, I like competing. Okay. I hate exercising for the sake of exercising. Got it. Running, lifting jumping, smiling. Like the guy we work out with, he was like, you guys aren't having fun? We're like, no, no this isn't fun. Two is TV. Number one is what to eat. But the, our TV struggle is, okay, what show are we going to get into next? We always like to have one show going. But if you get like two episodes into a bad show, it's like you went too far down a dirt road. There's no, you, you don't really want to turn around because nowhere to turn around. There's no show shoulder. Yeah. So you just got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the worst when you do that. Do you ever spend just the whole time looking for a show and then don't end up finding anything? Yeah, I think that's pretty common. What we do now is we just Google it every time. What's the best show to watch right now streaming? Oh, that's good. And they'll list them ba- oh, okay. based on like Rotten Tomato or IMDb mm-hmm. or what's new this month streaming and then we'll find it. But my, my wife's really good at finding shows. I'm probably 65%. She can find shows we both really like. I find shows I like. Mm. I'm selfish. (laughs) And then I don't shower. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Jennifer Laws, she let her dogs outside, but it was a little different because her great Dane, Jackson, fell through the ice when he went outside. That's a big dog. Yeah. Jennifer's 16-year-old daughter, Lauren, was home, and she instantly ran down to the water, got in a canoe, then she was able to get over to the dog, mm. grabbed him by his like you know, neck fat. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a mama yeah. dog does. Yeah. And then pulled the top of his body and threw it as far as she could on top of the ice, and then she reached her arm into the water to pull his butt out and then threw his whole body onto the ice. But this is a great day. <laughs> I bet she had adrenaline strength. Yeah, that's like like a, have people can like move a car if it's on somebody. I'm they sure can you, do that. One person can do that. 
Yeah. I mean, wow. I, I mean, not if you're like seven years old, <laughs> but if you're already pretty strong, your adrenaline actually, and maybe the car is uh, a bad example, but there have been instances of yeah. like a car falling on someone while they're working on it. And then somebody near them able to pick it up and move it off of them Wow. because of adrenaline. Yeah. Well, Jackson wasn't phased by this. He got out of the icy water and was like, ain't nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> Jackson wanted to be in there. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I've been working on that hole for like two weeks, man. Can I catch so, a fish? But the thing is, as it's starting to warm up, if there has been ice, it's thawing well, a little we bit. About. And the dogs are just falling in. So just be careful. All right. Thank you. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apparently Lunchbox walked in... I was going to say walked in on Abby, but she wasn't using the bathroom. Yeah, I did walk in on her. Doing what? Uh, recording a spot. Like commercials? Yeah. And I was like, what? What? Well, but why were you mad at that? No, no. I, I didn't say mad. More shocked. shocked. Thank you, Amy. Because Amy's shocked too but, right now. But, but No, Amy's but your shock is coming from a negative place. But why are you shocked? I just thought of all the people on this show, a client woke up in the morning and was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to listen to the show, and Abby may be on once every three or four days. Barely hear her voice, but that's who we're going to go with. So you to were record our spot. That no, you weren't recording. No, it. shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's for. Shocked. I, Amy, hey, Amy no, took I the felt, words out of my mouth. No, because I felt your energy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, no, you, say no, you had the same energy. No. He needs backup. So Abby, Amy, Amy. Abby's I, here. Abby's you our. Think Amy's a little shocked too. Abby, Abby's one of our producers on our phone screener. She's such an integral part of our show here. Abby, good morning. Good morning. So, did you know Lunchbox walked in on you doing a spot? Of course he did. And did, I went in before the show was even over. Were you trying to hide? I mean, kind of, yes. Because, because I was like, <laughs> yeah, but that's where they record the sore losers. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to beat them in there. And I knew you guys probably had like 10 minutes left on the show guess what here comes the door open <laughs> and he saw me and i was like gosh dang it he's like why are you embarrassed what you doing i don't know because and goes, and, and, and i did i said what are you doing she goes uh uh <laughs> who, what, what? Who is so it is like this uh talent competition it's called the indie country showdown well that makes sense you're a singer yes and john was actually the salesperson that came to me and he was the one that it's i sang singing with group. Yeah. yeah yeah so that makes sense yeah he came and i'm like Lunchbox would never even do a spot on this anyway. That didn't, wouldn't even make sense. Why are you so jealous? Don't be so jelly belly. No, no, no. Literally, none, no, no jealousy was, whatsoever. Yes, I was you just were shocked. mad. You no. were mad when I said no, I'm I, doing a spot. You guys don't understand mad. When I'm mad, you know I'm mad. Like, shocked. No, jealous. When my mouth drops open, like, wow, she's you, doing a spot. If they would have come to you for that commercial, would you have done it? Sure. Would you have liked to have done it since they pay? Yeah. Yeah. He literally so. ran out of the room to tell Scuba, like immediately. He was hey, like, Scuba, oh my gosh. Did, did Lunchbox say he was upset because Abby no. got a commercial and he didn't? Uh, you hear the tone of his voice. He's a little butthurt. But I guess what I was saying, I don't know if you touched on this yet. They went to Abby for a reason because she's an aspiring yes, singer. That's a, yeah. And the copy is about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. It, ma- it makes sense. They wouldn't go to you. If they wanted somebody who's going to shout at them Guys, on the radio, they would go on. to you. Let, Scuba, let, let, let Scuba say this thing. If they wanted what? So they wanted someone to shout at them about the upcoming opening of a business. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted an aspiring singer. Uh, exactly. Guys, there was no, you guys have it all twisted. You're trying to twist, you're trying to write a narrative that's not there. I was shocked, just like Amy was shocked. I wasn't shocked. No, she knew you were going to say shocked. And so, yes, (laughs) I was like, wow, I walked in, I was like. Do we have commercial of it? I have audio of it. This is raw audio. This is raw. Lunchbox pulled it, so I'm sure it's not going to be perfect. So just beware. Go ahead. Hey, it's Abby from the Bobby Bones Show. What if you could see the next Garth or Laney before they became huge stars? Well, now's your chance. At the Indie Country Showdown at Ray... Hey, it's Abby from the Bobby Bones Show. What if you could see the next Garth or Laney before they became huge stars? Well, now's your chance. At the Indie Country Showdown at Ray Stevens Cabaret Showroom on Thursday, February 15th. Nashville's very best undiscovered country singers are lining up to compete for their big break. And you can be there from the beginning on Thursday the 15th at Cabaret's. 
Great seats are only $25. Parking is free. What is better than that? If you've never been... I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. There's a little part where you... But you can fix that. The yeah. thing about commercials is that unless yeah. I'm doing it live... All the other ones are recorded. Yeah, so here's the thing. I was only on my second try, and that's when he walked in. Of course he's not going to so put I a good one in, Abby. You know the ones that you nailed he's not going to put in. Dang it. Yeah, that so, sounded bad. That was, but, I was like, no, it I didn't. It didn't sound bad. But, if that's your bad one, awesome. Yeah. Okay. I you want to hear Lunchbox's bad ones? Oh, no. I can hear it through the wall. <laughs> uh, Abby, check in. You and your boyfriend still together? We are. Okay. Yeah. Everything good? Mm-hmm. We went on a trip this last weekend, so. You did? Where yeah. did y'all go? To where? Asheville. Cool. Right. Just right. together for, oh, or for an it? event. Yeah, we drove. Just for fun. Yeah, just to get away. That's fun. It was really fun. Wow. Man, they, had a great time. they hoteled it together, guys. Yeah, they're adults. Wow. Are you shocked? Or maybe they jealous? got separate. I'm not rooms. jealous. Yeah. Well, I'm going to leave you alone about it. <laughs> okay. But uh, good deal. I like it. Great. All right, cool. Thank you. Um, we're gonna, anything else, Lunchbox? No, I am just. I heard she got paid a lot for this commercial, too. It's amazing what how I've pulled her up. In her career, like what now, I've now done, you're, for, you're taking credit for. You tried to get her kicked off the air many times. But what I've done for her? No, you've tried to get her kicked off the air. You tried well, to suppress her. So, considering that you have elevated her career, you shouldn't be so shocked that she got an endorsement. Well, I mean, I didn't realize I'd elevated her that high. But twenty percent? Yeah, I want to talk about a percentage deal, Abby. <laughs> I, I do not think so. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So you're familiar with body dysmorphia? Yeah, right? it's where you think. You look one way, but in reality, you don't. It's just a very negative feeling about it. Well, money dysmorphia is now oh, a thing. I have that. I have that. Oh, well, see, yeah. I see you as having it that, that way. Like, you think you have less than you have. Mm-hmm. But where money dysmorphia is showing up right now is specifically in young people that think they have way more oh. than they actually have. I think have. that'd be reverse body dysmorphia. <laughs> reverse money dysmorphia. Yeah. And uh, first of all, young people are obsessed with becoming rich and they have a distorted view of their finances, which leads them to making poor decisions. And uh, experts are saying social media is partly to blame. Because wow. it's convinced, you know, for example, a 22-year-old that they should be vacationing in the Amalfi Coast or have a Louis Vuitton bag. Hey, or- go to Branson. <laughs> <laughs> Start there. Yeah. <laughs> go have some go-karts, you know? Right. That's crazy. I, I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm a day or a week away from being back in the trailer park or back. And that's a dysmorphia type you thing. Owe, when you, well, I don't think you do this so much anymore, but you overpaid a lot of your No, bills. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Oh, yeah, because you've got I paid. would. Dude, that I, would be a crazy day. I would be ahead by like two years if I could on bills. What? Just like, if you lost all your money in one day, dude, we'd go hard. <laughs> oh, you mean if oh, we like, yeah. lost like if that actually it? Actually no, happened. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm oh. not saying like we go and gamble it. I'm oh. saying if something happened, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I thought we'd go spend it, dude. No, no. <laughs> and he's going with you? No, there's no... He said we... That'd be fun. There's no party. Okay, what else? Well, so Brazilian butt lifts are super popular, uh, but a lot of Americans... They take fat out of something and put it... Like, don't they take it out of somewhere else and put it in your butt? Or they take it from your butt and put it somewhere else? I think they take it from somewhere else and they stick it in your butt and lift mm. it up somehow. Where? In Brazil. No, not, no, not, not where. No, they do it here in America. But like, what part of the body would they pull it from? Oh. Wherever, I guess. Wherever okay. they can. Okay. Wherever you have some excess where they can pull from. But the thing is, a Brazil. lot of Americans are going abroad for this and... Brazil. They're dying. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No. Dominican Republic has a high count of deaths. Like 93 Americans have died after cosmetic surgery in the DR. Oh, Fat is removed from the hips, lower back, thighs, abdomen, 
and or other areas with liposuction. The extracted fat is purified and prepared for transfer. The cosmetic surgeon injects fat into specific points on the buttocks to increase volume and improve shape. I would just go in for the Brazilian butt lift, and then before they put on my butt, be like, I'm good. Just oh, take well, it out? Then, yeah. So that's just oh. called liposuction. Yeah, I know, but I would want to do it <laughs> like that. Oh, you want to act like you're getting a BBL? Well, I want to go in where they think I'm just going in for a Brazilian, but, but I stop them halfway through and I'm like, you guys take the rest of the day off. I'm good. And give them a little treat too. Yeah. yeah. I think you're going to be passed out, but I don't know. I don't know. Or know. Under, under something. So the U.S. Embassy has contacted the CDC. They're getting involved because there's an increase in the, in the deaths like in the last few years. So just make sure you do your research, even though it is cheaper overseas and they're offering. There's you know, a reason it's cheaper overseas. Well, Eddie, turkey, hair. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they specialize in that. And I don't out. even know that it's cheaper. They can just do things that you can't do here. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that's the case for the body stuff, too. Okay, so sleepovers. I mean, we all, at what age did you start spending the night at somebody's house? I hated staying at people's houses. Oh, you did? Never. I mean, I would stay at my friend Evan's house occasionally, but I, or our youth director's house, a bunch of us would to make sure we got to church on Sunday, but I never would. I hated it staying at people's houses. Is, did you wet the bed? No. I mean, I did, <laughs> but not at people's houses. Oh, I don't, that's a big thing for, yeah. that's very common. Like, for what? There's no what shame in that. That's, that's a very common thing for I know, and kids. if I did, I would tell you, I wet the bed when I was younger <laughs> until like eight, but I didn't do it at people's houses. <laughs> so what was your problem? Why didn't you want to no. stay over? I don't know. I didn't feel safe. Oh. oh, okay. Well, so a lot of parents aren't feeling safe with their kids spending the night somewhere. So instead of sleepovers, they're doing lateovers where they let their kid go stay at someone's house till kind of late in the evening and then they go pick them up and bring them home to sleep. Because either, yes, their child may have some anxiety around it they don't want to, or the parent themselves just doesn't want them sleeping at somebody's house because of, you know, guns maybe in the house or abuse or they, you don't know what's going on there. I think I, we had to move around a whole bunch when I was younger. So when I was at home, wherever that was, I didn't want to leave it. I think that was it. Yeah. That's probably what it was. So yeah, I didn't wet the the bed. I mean, I did, but not at people's houses. If if anybody does. I know, but I didn't. It's the one thing I didn't do. Okay. I did it, but I didn't do it at people's houses. Okay. Uh, So get late overs. So something you can try out if you want to. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Some of you guys may remember a couple years ago, there was this COVID pandemic. We do remember pretty vividly, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And businesses had to, like, figure out a way to serve their customers. This guy in Colorado, Ryan Flitter, he owns Barlolo Grill. And he was like, man, I can't have customers in here because they can't sit next to each other. So he built these structures where you could dine by yourself or with your group. And they had heating and air conditioning for summer and winter. Well, now the pandemic's kind of, you know, come and gone. He's like, what am I going to do with these structures? I spent $100,000 on these bad boys. Well, he found a homeless organization that they're going to put them up and let homeless people stay in them. And that helps them transition from the streets to temporary housing and then hopefully get back on their feet. There's oh, heat, wow. heat and air in there. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Great job, man. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.